Okay, Houston, we've had a problem here. Say again, please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. Hi, and welcome to the We've Got a Problem podcast. I'm Andrew Wallace, and today I'm talking to Tess Jewel Larson. She's a certified mindfulness coach, somatic healer, and a yoga therapist in training who focuses on stress management, nervous system resiliency, and the mindset and lifestyle shifts that will help her clients feel more joyful, balanced, and optimistic. And that'll help them thrive no matter what obstacles come their way. Tess is also the co-host of the podcast, The Happy Edit, and I'm really glad to have her on the show. Tess, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here as well. Yes, indeed. So, I, I mean, but I always like to start with some background. Everybody comes at being a coach from a different way. What brought you here? How did you get your start? Give us a little bit of backstory. I burned out. <laughs> And it wasn't, it wasn't very pretty. I, um, I majorly injured myself to the point I could barely move. And I had like loads of panic attacks. And, you know, finally I was like, something isn't right. Um, and I was <laughs> just like, okay, a clue, just a clue. Just shocking, you know, not yeah. doing something well here. What is going on? And I was like, I need to, I need to make a difference in, in what I'm doing. Cause obviously what I'm doing isn't taking care of myself. And if I can't take care of myself, then I can't take care of others and I can't do, you know, what I want to be doing. Um, and so just to, you know, take it a little bit further back from that, I, I think a lot of it stemmed from the fact that I became very disconnected from myself. Um, And that sort of started one of the, the sort of the catalysts of that was um, I was in a job that I wasn't super excited about. Not that that, you know, necessarily leads to burnout or you have to burn out because you don't like your job. Right. You can love your job and burn out, but that was my case. That was, I was disconnecting from myself because I was like, Hey, I'm just gonna do this work because it brings in money and it supports my family <laughs> and yep. not because I'm passionate about it. And so I just kind of cut off what I was passionate about because that wasn't available in my head at that moment. Um, and because of that, that just kind of snowballed into disconnecting from myself completely, yep. which disconnected myself from understanding what I really needed, uh, which was to take care of myself. Um, and, um, yeah. So when I got to that point in 2020, when, you know, everything else was (laughs) delightful in our world, um, (laughs) just a little bit different, just, just a slight change, just a slight change. Um, I I was like, yeah, no, I need to make a difference. So I ended up quitting my job. I had the awesome support of my family to be able to do that, which I am very fortunate for. So that's what you um, recommend to every one of your clients, right? It's just quit your job. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Absolutely not. Not a, not. not a good idea. I mean, so part of the question I mean, is we all seem to be a little bit burned out, just a little bit. Right. So mm-hmm. there's a difference between being a little bit a little bit intolerant of our circumstances and just going, eh, you know, it's okay and and whatever. But I, I think the key part there is the self disconnection. That that yeah. that when you lose touch with who you are, 
and why you're doing what you're doing and why it matters and why it matters to you, not just why it matters in the grand scheme of things. Oh, yeah. But that when you lose that connection, it seems like it's just a downward spiral to being completely burned out. I mean, it, it, there's there's no motivation. There's no there's no you you anymore. There's no you there. Exactly. To 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 move exactly. forward. Exactly. So, I mean, how why why are we so burned out, Tess? What 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 can we do to not be is 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 a later question. But first, what is behind this problem? Cuz it seems to be more pervasive than we might like. Yeah, I think I mean, you know, we all have different reasons. I, 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 I'm not sure it's as cookie cutter as saying this is, you know, sure. what's it for everyone. Um, but I think that a huge part of burnout is that disconnection of self mm-hmm. um, from self. And I think a lot of us get there for different reasons. You know, maybe we've had some sort of trauma, traumatic experience. Um, maybe we like in my situation you know i was doing something i didn't necessarily enjoy so i started cutting that off and then i cut off other things um or maybe it's because you you know you have so many things going on that you don't know how to deal with it so you're just like well i'm just gonna keep pushing and and i'm gonna ignore those signals that are coming up um i think that but it's it's you know i would definitely say a huge part of it is that self the disconnection from self that's that you know not wanting for whatever reason not being able to for whatever reason to connect to yourself and really listen and say hey how am i feeling today whether that's good bad indifferent yeah right but really uh, understanding that that we have all these emotions and it's not necessarily a bad thing to feel them right i think there's a lot of positivity like toxic positivity culture in in our wellness industry which i really yes. dislike because it's doesn't to be happy you don't always have to feel happy right it's about exploring and 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 in i don't know enjoying maybe isn't the right world but like really connecting with the range of emotions that we have and really understanding that those emotions affect us in different ways and they affect our body like we yeah. we hold our emotion, we hold our thought in our body, um, and when we disconnect from that, we continue to hold that in the body, and yes. we don't release it. And that tension, that buildup of stress that we don't let go of, then leads to more disease. Leads to dis disease. It leads to, <laughs> um you know, aches and pains, um, it leads to, you know, your body can't handle all that stress in that long period of time without releasing it. And so I think that that's, that's kind of the, the step. It's like you disconnect and then you build up the stress because you're not listening to your body. You're not connecting, you're not feeling. And then because you're not feeling, you're holding even more. Yes. Um, and I think that the disconnection obviously is the key and we, we, we agree on that. I think the 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 societal pressure that that's what you're supposed to do is doesn't matter whether you like it or not, you're gonna go to work, you're gonna do this, you're gonna eat your vegetables, you're gonna do it. You just just don't do it. Oh yeah. Don't do it. just kind of start to and that's a, a that's a pernicious thing. 
it's it's kind of a slippery slope because it starts to teach you to not pay attention to your emotions. And so we have the societal pressure that pushes us away from the emotions and then starts to label those emotions as good or bad. And then we mm-hmm. start to look at any kind of emotion, especially among women uh, in the in the workplace. If anybody displays emotion, then first of all, there's a double standard, right? Men can show certain emotions that that women are not, in a way, permitted to show in the workplace because of the double standard. It's like mm-hmm. if you get angry as a man, you're you're hard, you're driven, you're you're all these things. If you do that as a woman, you're labeled with a lot of nasty words that yeah. That, yeah. that 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 create the double standard. So then you go, okay, don't 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 be emotion, don't don't have any emotion, don't disconnect from it, disconnect from it, and that pressure comes and builds and builds and builds. And slowly, you start to do that with your entire life. I mean, that's I can see oh, how yeah. it happens. I'm not it, it, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying everybody's having it happen, but no, those are the pressures that are happening that are that mm-hmm. that are also pushing us in that way. And and like you say, that that does seem to be the key. I totally agree. So then the question also becomes, okay, maybe we ourselves are not burned out. Maybe I'm not burned out at the moment. Maybe I love doing this podcast. Maybe it's everything I've wanted in the world and I'm absolutely thrilled, as all my listeners can tell every single time I, I sign on to this. I love doing it. But we look at other people around us and we realize that they're getting burnout. How, what are some of the, the, the tricky ways that that burnout manifests itself that we ourselves might not be aware of that, that uh, we could, could recognize the clues, not only in ourselves that we might be on the slope toward that, that we might be trending downward Maybe with the self disconnection, maybe those kinds of things. But what are the what are the signs that we're trending downward that we might also be able to recognize in other people? And then what do we do to help others as well as ourselves kind of grasp that? What's the we've we've got the problem. What is the solution? How can we kind of deal with this better? I mean, I think one, I mean there's there's loads of signs, but um and, and it can come up in different ways for different people. But like one thing would be like a, do you notice how you're feeling? Mm. Like just on a day-to-day basis, do you even notice how you're feeling? Or is that <laughs> like, have, when was the last time you asked yourself, how am I? <laughs> so step one, like, awareness. Yes. Just, just step be one aware. is awareness. Yeah. Just be aware, be aware of what's going on. Right. Um, Cause I know in my case, like I wasn't, I wasn't aware. Like I was just pushing, I was just pushing, 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 pushing. Uh, and then, oh, something like difficult came up or something bad came up or oh i had a panic attack ah what's that whatever just keep pushing on (laughs) like keep going what's that just you know um yeah yeah exactly and you know when you have those things come up good bad indifferent you know notice them just be aware as you say it's the awareness have a little bit of mindfulness about what's happening in your body or what's happening in your head um also like for me and i've seen this with a lot of other people like how you know if you were a creative person are you still connecting with your creativity are you still doing things that um you know really light you up and make you feel happy yes. i know it a lot of us disconnect like that's one of the first things that we disconnect from is things that really light us up that make us feel creative make us feel you know explore um and we shut that down cuz like when i mean it makes sense right you when your body goes into that stress 
response it's like i'm here to save you i'm here to help you but that creative part that's like a secondary so, thing you don't need the that first thing to go it's absolutely the yeah, first thing to go and i yeah. that part of it that 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 you say that that i really want to touch on and and hit highlight here for a moment is the fact that when you lose touch with what re-energizes you what floats your boat what what builds you up and you and you forget that and you walk away mm-hmm. from it suddenly now you don't have anything that's building you back up you know you you yeah. you you if you know i mean i know this i i personally right i need to have sunday to myself to get all my stuff done to prepare for the week to it's not the sunday scaries per se unless i haven't had the day to kind of to do my laundry and relax and have a it's a me day and i know if i don't yeah. get that that the whole week and this isn't superstition or magical thinking i know that if i that that how important the the preparation is to me to to restoring my energy for the coming week and making it yeah. possible to really hit the ground running and and succeed so if you miss those moments even if they're small those creative moments those times when you go i i haven't had a single moment in the last 2 weeks where I've had a chance to just be with my mind and create something new. I've always been in reaction mode. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a clue. Maybe now's the time to 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 take some of that and just have a moment where you can yeah. do something creative. And you can even do it broadly. I mean that's I I, I think that one of oh, the things super broad. Right. That 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 we get into this mindset of 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 kind of narrowing our focus right down to a pinpoint. And going, if it's not this exact thing, then it's not what I should be doing. And, I, and I, I've got to just do, do this right here. I want to be creative. I've got to be writing something. Or if I want to be creative, it's got to be the music that I love writing. You go, but you could do something creative by reorganizing a drawer. I mean, there's, there's mm-hmm. so many different ways that you could just have yeah. that, that slight moment or build it into something you've got to do already. This is that whole habit stacking. Yes. And, and habit all that. But, stacking. It's amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> It's awesome. So, I mean, it, but there are ways. There are ways. I, I think and, and, and being open to, to those kinds of things is, is important. I interrupted you in the middle of your fantastic uh, thesis of, of everything and, and how we can uh, thesis, deal with yes. burnout and, and, and work on that. But please, please keep, keep interrupting. It's fine. This I, is a conversation. It's not well, just I mean, me so talking. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things is I feel like stress is at play here. I feel like when oh, we totally. get stressed, because you were starting to talk about it, um, that, that there's a fight or flight response that comes in, and we kind of shut down any of the the broader work that that you know it's yeah. like that, and so part of it is how can we deal with stress better? And of course, I kind of know the answer. This is a guided question, but. How can we deal with stress better? What what are some of the steps that we can take to to pull ourselves out of that fight or flight mode, so to speak, and just have that awareness? I'm noticing. Are you in that right? Yes. Like, are you reacting to something or are you responding to it? You know, is is that? Do you feel like you have to, you know, get something done or walk away from it, or do you feel like you have to make everything better? You know, like that's it's it's important to to notice how we're responding to the situations first off and then you know from that what can you do to give back to yourself so a lot of us as you were mentioning you need sundays to rest right 
we we don't rest enough as a society um and i'm a huge advocate for active rest um talk to me a little bit more about that so that we can be on the same page how do you define active rest active rest is where you're like going out of your way to really fully allowing your body to release the stress and tension that you're holding in it so you know maybe that active rest looks like going for a walk listening to music walking in a park connecting with nature maybe that active rest looks like meditation maybe that active rest looks like um, putting your legs up the wall and just allowing your body to release. Like it's not necessarily reading, although that's awesome, right? It's not necessarily watching TV or looking at your phone. Notice, right. by the way, when you look at your phone, when do you look at your phone? Why are you looking at your phone? Because that can show maybe your st- stress response acting in just a little comment there because i do it all the time <laughs> right right but that's again hey awareness right back to your back awareness to your, right awareness so totally I, active rest is interesting to me because and I'm, I'm i'm glad you say it is not looking at your phone or sitting there in a in in the middle of a of the couch watching tv necessarily could be i'm not i'm not not saying it can't depending on what's going on yeah but that's that seems more passive to me to to exactly. to sit there and just be letting things happen. Whereas if you go take a yoga class or you 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 watch a video, active rest to me can be something even beyond what it might be. I mean, yes, certainly going for a walk, listening to music as you as you walk, even doing the laundry can be active rest in a way. But it- Washing dishes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, there's it's what it's what, it's that meditative state of mindfulness of really allowing yourself to be in the moment. Yes, and yes, and and getting yourself to that point is yes. is crucial because it, there's there's there are two concepts at work here. One of them is just because you're doing something doesn't mean you're not resting because it can take you away from the other thing that you were doing, right? You could have worn down your ability to tolerate other people, right? So just being alone and yeah. working hard, you could be you could be cleaning the house is hard work. I mean, it's you know, it, you'll be tired by the time you're done. But if it's solitary and you're you're worn down with other people, it can be exactly what you need to recharge your batteries to 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 get mm-hmm. back there and also it is somewhat meditative to it, you're, you're not thinking about the task at hand. You're not thinking about how carefully you're scrubbing the toilet. You're thinking about you and everything that goes on and just having a moment with your thoughts is, is for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it, it really goes back to that awareness again of like, yeah. what do you need? Right. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and it's, it, it takes time to even get to that point of like, what do I need now? Right. But like noticing how your body is responding. If you're feeling lots of tension, lots of pent up energy, move your body, yes. get it out. You know, that could be like a little thing of just shaking, maybe rebounding on the heels. Right. That could be going for a run. That could be whatever, getting that, going for a swim, 
going for a walk, whatever it is, but then little by little towards the end, slowing things down, right? So the whole idea is to come back to a state of balance. So we want to, you know, if you're in that high energy state, release that energy and slow it down little by little, little by little, until you can feel like your body is more in that balanced state. If you're feeling completely overwhelmed and you have no energy whatsoever, take a moment to maybe do something like a yoga nidra, maybe take a nap, maybe something really allowing your body to completely rest. And then little by little, add a little bit more energy to it. Yes. So you bring yourself back up to the neutral state. The whole idea, you know, because we go up, we go down, we go up, we go down. The whole idea is to come back into that balanced state. And so that's where the awareness comes is really listening. Okay, where am I? Am I up here? Am I down here? What do I need to do to give back to myself so I can come back into that? Yes. Yes. And the, the, the concept of what do I need to do and that awareness is the most crucial part of it. Because when we're in that fight or flight mode, again, we've narrowed our focus now to I must do these things and all that other stuff, we start to put value judgments on it. We say resting is not an option. I can't rest. I've got to fight or run. That's it. That's all I can do. And if you have the awareness to go, I need to pull myself out of that. When you're in fight or flight mode, you don't want to do what will help you the most? Your, your your mind starts to play tricks on you when when these things are happening. It goes if you don't, if you if you if you don't keep going, if I don't keep doing exactly what I'm doing, even if it's bad, even if it's having horrible consequences for you, your brain starts to go, yeah, but but you don't know what'll happen if you stop doing yes. it. Yes, right. Yep. And, 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 or it's scary if I stop doing it. So right. I don't want to do that because something else is going to come up that I don't want to like focus on right you know at least and i'm miserable right now but at least i know that i can manage this level of misery what if and so (laughs) i can't stop i can't i I have to keep going and again what what would help you taking a walk being mindful of the fact that you know what this will be there in 15 minutes so i'm gonna go take 15 minutes to put in my headphones and listen to the lo-fi beats on Spotify and walk around the neighborhood and just be. So, okay. I think we all agree. I think we're 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 all going to do this. We're all ready to to commit. We want to to be more mindful and and reconnect with ourselves and and have all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How? What? When? Where? Uh we know why. We know why we need to do it. <laughs> But part is, yeah. is how what, – what is your process like when, when dealing with a client? And who are your target kind of market? Yeah, so I guess the most of the people that I work with are women professionals, entrepreneurs, and women that just juggle it all. That's a lot of sure. who ends up at my doorstep. But I also work with um, – people that are older as well and you know they're retired and they don't maybe know how to deal with that and so they're you know working on on um kind of figuring out how to slow things down after working a lot at the Mm -hmm. end of you know of the work career so it's it's kind of a mixture but mainly it would be i would say my my main the main people i work with are women professionals entrepreneurs juggling it allers as I call them and 
The biggest thing is give yourself so much compassion. I think that I cannot state this enough. It's one of the things that comes up the most in my in sessions is, you know, like, because we're feeling like we have to do all these things, we feel like we have to do all these things for our recovery (laughs) and our healing process. And that is not true. We need to take We need to always, always, always meet ourselves where we are. And if where we are is in not a great place, then we need to take it one tiny step at a time. And we need to like, I was, I was actually, I brought this up with a client this morning, um, who was like, I'm not doing everything that you're telling me to do. Like, dude, (laughs) like I gave you two things and it's fine that you didn't do them. Like, let's take a step back. Let's work on something else that, you know, to get you to that point. And it's, it's imagine yourself walking in a field. This field has really tall grass and the current path you're on is fairly visible. It's, you know, it's, it's fairly easy to walk. There might be like an occasional like obstacle along the way. But, you know, you can see this path. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty there. And then when we start creating these new paths for ourselves, this healing journey, we're creating a new path, which means we're walking through this grass. And this grass is tight. It's stiff. It doesn't like to move. It doesn't like to be trampled upon. And the more we take these steps, maybe we have some of that grass smacking us in the face. Maybe that grass smacks us down on our bum, right? And so it's, it's, it's r- taking that, the understanding of you, just by taking those first steps, you are making a new path. Yes. And that path takes time to, to really make it a visible path. That path takes time to, to incorporate into your life and to give yourself that grace of when you get knocked down when you feel like no i'm not doing enough no 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 you are doing enough just because you're already here well that's and you're taking one little step and also you know just acknowledging that this isn't just something that we're doing it is literally changing the neural pathways in our brain right so this takes time yes well that's the power of incremental progress right that's the thing right that that we all want to 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 take these leaps and bounds. And we also believe, by the way, that everybody else is having it easier than we are, and that's a topic for a whole nother podcast. But yeah. the the power of incremental progress, those small steps that build up over time, those little things that you do, we want to take these giant leaps. We want to move so far ahead with each step. And that's not possible. That's the the, yeah. the that's not how most change gets done. But that one little step, trampling down that one piece of grass, moving forward in that one direction will, over time, build up and get you much further than you ever thought you could get. It's that whole we, we, we overestimate what we can accomplish in a day and underestimate what we can accomplish in a year if we yeah. keep moving forward. And that's, the, I suppose, the biggest problem is that, that people stop moving or they let the they, – they can't see the progress. And so they stop moving forward. They just, you know, slap. Yeah. In the face. And it's just, you know, taking that and, and comes back once again to awareness, taking yourself back to that moment of noticing, where am I now? How can I take that one step forward? And like every so often pausing and looking back and saying, okay, like, look at where I've come from. 
And maybe that's not very far and that's okay, right? We we don't, like, things aren't always as linear as we hope that they will be. <laughs> um, sure. But, like, you know, it's it's like, hey, like, maybe two weeks ago, I could barely get out of bed. Today, I got out of bed and I hadn't made myself a cup of coffee, <laughs> you, you know? Like it's, it, it, it can be as simple as that. It can be much bigger too, but you know, it's, it's always about meeting ourselves where we are and, and being compassionate in that. And, you know, like, like you said earlier, you know, we have so, we feel a lot of pressure from the society around us, from our family, from our friends. We feel this, like everyone else is doing all these amazing things. Why aren't we doing it? You know, or why aren't we, you know, I'm this age that person's younger than me. They look at what they've accomplished. And it's like, yep. they have a completely different life, you know? And, 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 and you're not inside their head. And that's okay. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and, you, and you're right. not inside their head. That's exactly right. it. Like, you don't, you don't you're, know you're them. And that's, that's, I mean, it has, as far as giving advice to other people too, it's like, I, I, I'm not you. I don't know what, what you should do, nor should yeah. I be telling you what to do. What I can tell you is what my experience was. And I can tell you what yeah. I see. And I can give you perspective. But, you know, knowing what somebody else is, you're not in their body. You're not going through yeah. it and you don't know what's going on in their head. So thinking that they've got a better life, objectively better, putting these value judgments on it, going, well, they've got more money or they do this to go, yeah, yeah. But you don't know what the compromises are that, that they've had to make to, to get there. You might be making double what I make on an annual basis, but they have no family life or they have no work-life balance or something. There's, and yeah. Yeah. Again, believing that, that that things are the way they are. Okay, we've 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 come sort of to the end of this. I have a couple of questions I have to ask everybody before yes. we close out. And the first of which is, and these can be general or very specific to your individual niche. What do you feel like the biggest fallacy is that everybody buys into? What is overrated? I think the biggest fallacy, and going along with what we were talking about, is that resting makes you lazy. Because Excellent. it totally doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it shows that you are able to show up for yourself and through that show up for others around you. Yes. Um, and that you're in touch with what's important, that you're yeah. in touch with yourself and what matters to you. Again, I can't tell you whether it matters to you or not. That's up to you. But that you're in touch with that. It's, I I talk about and I this is me on my soapbox for the whole podcast and I've said it several times in the last seventy something episodes, but if you don't have a plan for your life, somebody else will, and it's probably not going to be one that you like because it's not your plan. So yeah. if you're not in touch with yourself, somebody else will kind of society is going to push you in some mm-hmm. direction and. It's probably not going to be optimal for what you want unless you know what you what you want. Excellent. On the other side of that, what is the most underrated concept you think people overlook? What what are people missing? Can I go to the same resting? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and it's it's common to do. I mean, it's two sides of the same because coin. It's like right? this, it, it is. It's two sides of the same coin. Like you know, one side is you're not you know. The fallacy is you're lazy for resting on the other side. Resting is amazing. Like, and, and once again, this isn't necessarily like, you don't, I'm not saying go take like three hour nap every day. Like I'm saying like maybe taking 10 minutes just to allow yourself to release 
and doing it consistently, not just like once every blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> not when things, not when the fit hits the shan, so to speak. Do you exactly? Do you, do you do that? Yes, exactly, yes, yes, yes. exactly. Absolutely, Tess. Thank you so much for joining me, folks. If you want to know more about Tess, you can check out her websites, her podcast, and follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Links to everything, as well as a link to a free ebook on conquering burnout, are in the show notes as always. And until next time. We don't have a problem. We've got an opportunity.